This is the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast session number 181, Inside the Mind of a Unicorn. Hi there, and welcome to session number 181 of the Dancepreneuring Studio podcast. I'm Annette Bone, and the Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business. I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a 20 plus year hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful creatives I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. I'm super thrilled to be bringing you my perspective on a recent performance that I saw at the Ford Theaters. It was my first time of Memoirs of a Unicorn by Marjani Forte Saunders. Oh my goodness, it was awesome. So before we get into that, I want to invite you to go to my homepage at AnnetteBone.com and go to the middle. There is a free offer for an audio that will help you overcome overwhelm, confusion, and disappointment. I believe that you will get a ton out of it very quickly. So go ahead and go to the middle of my homepage, AnnetteBone.com, A-N-N-E-T-T dot, not dot, (laughs) that's my Gmail, A-N-N-E-T-T-B-O-N-E dot com. And I would love to send you this free audio. So let's go ahead and get into this session, Memoirs of a Unicorn by Marjani Forte Saunders, Oh my goodness, I'm so impressed with Ford Theaters, the way that they run their facility. My experience was amazing. And of course, as with all the shows that I go to, any dance event I go to, it's not always about what I see on stage right away. It's usually behind the scenes of what did I get from that? What did that represent? And lots of representation of things and things I got from this performance that was that was very sensory rich and entertaining and engaging. So let's go ahead and get into this review, Memoirs of a Unicorn by Marjani Forte Saunders. And I'm going to go inside the mind of a unicorn. Yeah, it kind of sounds weird, but <laughs> that's my take on it. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, this is Junior, creative director and founder of Jam Family Movement. Please join us September 29th in Los Angeles for our Bell Rope 20th anniversary workshop with Tina Landon, Rob Vinson, and Teresa Espinosa. For more information, please visit our website at www.jamfamilymovement.com. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. When I started dancing in my mid-teens and studying jazz and ballet initially, my viewpoints on dance were very myopic. I thought it was only about the technique and how your body looked and not really completely about the expression. I kind of dabbled in that very little, but I didn't really have teachers that taught that until I went to college. And even then, I didn't appreciate the process. It was very surface for me, not because they were surface, but because I was, (laughs) because I didn't think that that was that important. And it was about, okay, how do I look? And even then it was very disappointing because I would always be coming down on myself because I didn't look like a certain dancer or I didn't move like a certain dancer. And so that was a, a very difficult time trying to assess where do I fit into this dance world that I love so much, but that challenges me so much to grow, which is good, but at the same time, know that 
I'm not going to be like everybody else. And I was not okay with that at that time. So now, oh my goodness, I absolutely love all the aspects of dance. And I always try to go beyond that when I go to events, when I've been going to events for the last few years, thankfully, because of podcasting, I've been able to extract different things from the performances beyond the movement, which I love. And this makes sense to me, may not make sense to other people, but I love that you can get more thought and more learning from a performance, whether it's dance or art or music or something else. And I've really learned to appreciate that. So this was also the case with a recent performance called Memoirs of a Unicorn by Marjani Forte Saunders. It was a one woman show. Incredible. First thing I want to say about that is, oh my goodness, her movement vocabulary very engaging, very different from section to section, which I really appreciated. And I got five things from this performance. And first of all, too, I want to give a shout out to Ford Theaters for hosting not only the the performance, but it was really interesting that they chose to utilize a space to support the artists as opposed to the other way around. Because if you haven't been there, it's in the Los Angeles area near, I believe it's near Universal Studios was my first time there. And from the get go, I was so impressed because (laughs) it's the little things, right? So I had preferred parking, didn't have to walk very far. And the people that were guiding along were very clear and friendly. The signs were clear. It was I just love experiences like that, where the customer service experience is good, (laughs) is great. And that's certainly the case with Ford theaters. And Based on that, I would go back to see something else there because it was, I felt really at ease and welcome. And the process was so easy. I wasn't questioning where do I go? The box office people were really nice. And all, all those things make a difference to me. I'm very much about that. So I didn't know that there was going to be a complimentary wine tasting. I didn't, because I drove, I didn't have any, but I thought it very interesting. They have this area with food a food concession stand, but all kinds of options, healthy options. I didn't have anything either there. But it was cool that it was there. It wasn't just hot dogs and hamburgers and nachos. But I know some people like that. I thought, okay, a lot of these places serve like, what is uh, sports arena type food? That's that's what I'm kind of used to seeing. Okay, it's just hot dogs and hamburgers and chips and cotton candy. Not that there's anything completely wrong with that. (laughs) I like having other options. So that area was beautiful. It was there were these seating areas that were it was just a really beautiful night. The weather was perfect. And I had and I had great company with my friend, uh, Anthony Langren, who, if you've seen any of my Instagram posts, a lot of the videos I post from way back when I started dancing, it's not that way back, but 2014, when I got back into dance, a lot of that is his class where where he used when he used to teach at Boogie Zone Utopia, where I started. And so uh, he's the one I always talk about those darn side planks on Instagram. I talk about this a lot (laughs) that he made. I I just dreaded doing those darn side planks that he had us do in his warm up. The good thing about his warm up, which I love preset warm ups that you memorize so that you can really get into your body. I love classes like that. I, I like it changed up too, but I really like being able to know what's next. So I can just focus on the sensation and what my body is doing. And so 
I remember, I still remember those times when, oh my goodness, those darn side planks are coming up and those push-ups are coming up and I can't hold my body. I got to put my knees down. (laughs) So Anthony, an amazing artist and just a beautiful soul, great friend of mine. So we got to go together and experience this Memoirs of a Unicorn production that, again, I was so enthralled with. So the experience first with Ford Theater. So when we got there, the it's it's an outdoor amphitheater, beautiful. The stage was set up so that the audience could be on the stage with the artist, which I loved. I love intimate performances like that. So it was capped to maybe 140 people, I think, for this night. I think she did another night too. So it was very small and intimate for reason. I love that. So we were on the stage at Ford Theater and I loved the props. So I'm going to link the photos and some of the videos in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 181. So you can see the eclectic props. I call them eclectic props. I love them. I, I didn't know what they were for, but I loved, I love props. I think they can be utilized very efficiently. Gosh, those dogs barking, but I have to record now. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear it. Anyway, so the props, and that was really cool. So we sat there. The The night was really beautiful, again, with the weather. And then one of the people that runs, I believe she runs the theater, or she's part of one of the boards of Ford Theater. She came in and talked, and I really appreciated that she talked about the space accommodating the artist as opposed to the other way around, because they could have filled that stadium with more tickets, but they wanted to accommodate the artist and her work and the way that she wanted to present. And it w- it was, a, I don't know that it would have had the same effect had it been us looking straight ahead at a stage as, a, as opposed to being, as opposed to surrounding her and her going from one point to another with the different props and the different movement and different sections. And so, I really appreciated that Ford Theater was about accommodating the artists and doing something different to promote these artistic projects for these independent artists. So I was very impressed by that as well. And I believe the rest of the crowd was too. So this production, I had, I had not, I was not familiar with her work. And based on this, I would definitely go see more of her work because I enjoyed it so much. And I was so intrigued by the concepts and the way that things were used and the moments. And I, I loved it. And be, I, you know, I was thinking before, you know, I would have not appreciated this before, because I would have thought, okay, where is this going? This doesn't make sense. And it would be more about things having to make sense to me as opposed to art and the beauty of it. And what can I get from it besides the technical things, if that makes sense. So There are five things I want to share with you that I got from this performance going inside the mind of a unicorn. Now, I don't know what a unicorn thinks. (laughs) Who does, right? Or you can only surmise what a unicorn thinks. But um, I was thinking in the mind of Marjani of what she was going through her processes. And obviously, that was evident, somewhat evident in her work being presented. But I, I didn't get a chance to see her dialogue at the end because I had to go. So Number one, sometimes you don't have to understand all the details to get the picture. I think sometimes we get so caught up in wanting to know every single detail of information, whether it's a life situation or business where we have to know 
everything before we make a decision or we have to know everything to get the full picture. And there are situations for that. But I didn't need to know in this performance why things were done the way they were done because I loved the artistic perspective of it for me. That's where I was. Now, it could have been something different for someone else. And I didn't understand everything was going on because the theme of it basically was uh, it was based on a unicorn and a princess and an evil warrior. And then uh, the issues that come up with black identity and her eyes through her interpretation of it through her father's life, which her father was involved in this in terms of the props and everything. And, and her embodying what her father went through when he was raised in Arkansas. So I thought that was really interesting. I didn't pay attention to that detail, though, before I went. So now that I look back at some of the details, it makes a lot more sense to me. But see, the thing is, I didn't need that in the beginning to enjoy the performance. So again, you don't need all the details sometimes to understand the full picture. Sometimes you can get overthinking about that kind of stuff. And that halts decision making. That also halts the uh, the experience that you could get the moment of appreciation. So I didn't need to know that now that I do. Ah, oh, it makes sense. <laughs> Some of it makes sense. Number two, I loved that this brought on more questions. And I love art and dance and music that makes me think more that makes me probe more after the event and the moment is over. I think that makes really good art and it it fuels me. So this was certainly the case. Because of the different sections from the different themes of going from a unicorn to a princess to a warrior to embodying her father, the movement was different for each one, the props were different for each one. So it made me question more about the process and about what she was thinking and about what I got from this artistic piece of work, but not in the sense of overthinking and thinking I had to have the answer right away to it. And that goes to anything with overthinking where you overthink stuff. (laughs) You You think and you overthink. So I love that, though. I love that I can look back now and distinguish, okay, Am I overthinking about a certain situation? Or am I just naturally being curious about this process and what I saw? And I love being at that place. So it reminded me of that because of the content of the production. Number three, she had to be comfortable with intimacy. First of all, the size of the audience. Secondly, them being so close. Third, in the beginning, when she walked out, she was topless. And she wore this I believe she wore this thong. I think the picture might show a little, it it won't show her fully frontal nude, but she was nude topless in the beginning part of it. And when she was coming out of this pyramid-like prop, which was awesome, and she had the uh, representation of a unicorn horn, but it was a gold metal, oh my goodness, it was so long. I was kind of scared. I thought, oh my goodness, is she going to (laughs) fall? Because it looks so heavy. You'll see it in the pictures in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 181. And wow, she was definitely comfortable. And I didn't find it offensive at all. I knew that there, we knew ahead of time that there was going to be a little bit of nudity and it was frontal nudity. And it didn't, I didn't feel like it was distracting at all. I felt like it lended to the story and it made me intrigued. Like, wow, she is. And especially at the end, I thought, wow, she went from one extreme to another being dressed like her dad and that kind of thing. So getting comfortable with intimacy. 
getting comfortable with intimacy in your relationships, whether it's business or your career or your client relationship in terms of communication, not that you're trying to spill all your guts to everybody. That's not what I'm talking about. Everybody doesn't need to know everything (laughs) about you, your business, but being authentic and transparent. And I felt that with her. I loved that she brought that element in and that was really appreciated. Number four, I mentioned this in the beginning. Oh my goodness, her movement vocabulary, engaging. I loved it. It did not look the same from section to section to section. Even the intent, her facial expressions, her her the way that she embodied the characters that she was representing, like again, the evil warrior princess, not evil warrior, warrior, princess, unicorn, her dad. It was awesome. Oh, and also I love that she used dialogues. She used audio, her voice, and she used images. And of course, the music, the music was different too, was very varied. So it kept me completely engaged in this process. So her again, I have to give her props for her her movement vocabulary, and you can see the technique too, but it's not technique where you are anticipating, oh, she's going to do a double pirouette. Oh, she's going to do a uh, devil pay into something else. No, it wasn't that. But it was, she did have those elements of having technique and being grounded and being strong. And I loved that. Number five, release is required if you want balance. There was a part at the end where she took a hammer and destroyed part of the prop that she came out of as a unicorn. I didn't expect that. I thought that she was going to symbolically pretend (laughs) that she was going to use this thing to maybe just do some motions, but she destroyed that thing. So there were pieces of wood flying and both Anthony and I were sitting kind of near it. And we thought, okay, is that going to fly toward us? <laughs> and is she going to step on this wood and get splinters on her feet? So we were both thinking the same thing. But it was intense. And I was really surprised that she did that because I was thinking of all the other stuff like, oh, my goodness, they have to rebuild that thing. But then again, it was maybe pliable enough where they just have to put the panels on. So all these things <laughs> in a production sense I was thinking of. But it got me thinking about release. Release, there is a, a balance. So you can't always be all, you can't always be going full force all the time without burning out. I've definitely experienced that. I've had friends and people I know experience where they go, 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 and then they burn out and then you don't see them or something happens, they compromise their health. So health-wise, in an exercise class, in a dance class, in your mind, uh, when you're when um, you have overwhelm going on, you got to release that somehow, and you got to find something that helps you do that. So that was part of the story, and that was part of the production. The oh goodness, I just remembered something too about the intimacy thing too. Going back, I know I'm kind of out of order on this, but and that was number three getting comfortable with intimacy. There was one part which, wow, I was not expecting that either because there was, she did play to the audience in all of the angles, which I, because we were surrounding her and I thought that was really cool that she, every way that she moved was purposeful. And so she had these bowls set up where she washed this gentleman's feet. So I don't know how that was planned. And 
next to her, there was someone else waiting for their feet to be washed. But I, I couldn't see if she was about to do that. But anyway, she took this time and she was talking. I didn't really hear what she was saying about that. But she was washing his feet. And I thought this, this is really interesting. And someone else that doesn't maybe like this type of performance art or things that have that in- incorporate other forms of art with dance might not have gotten this, or I wouldn't say gotten this, but that wouldn't have been something that they would have liked. I found it very interesting. I didn't quite understand how that played. But maybe when I go back through the notes and stuff, it'll, again, make sense. But back to my point again, about it making me engaged and asking more questions as I'm going through this. Oh, my goodness, I love that about art and performance art. So quick review again, that you can apply to dance life and business. Based on memoirs of a unicorn, by Marjani Forte Saunders. Shout out again to Ford Theaters for hosting just in an incredible, wonderful way. And uh, inside the mind, I'm me going inside the mind of a unicorn. <laughs> oh my gosh. Number one, sometimes you don't have to understand all the details to get the picture. Number two, more questions and more possibilities that give you more perspectives is a good thing when you watch an artistic production. Number three, get comfortable with being intimate. Number four, see where you can incorporate a variety of movement, whether it's dance life or business, vary the things that you do for a, for a more enriching experience overall. And number five, release is required if you want balance. Thank you so much for joining me on this session. Remember that you are valuable, your dreams are important, and it's never too late to be great. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at annettebone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at annettebone.com. This podcast copyright by AnnetteBone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.